0: We have all kinds of fun technical issues today, so we're going to, there's something weird going on with the upload there, but hey, here we are. (laughs) Hello, hello, everybody. Um, To all you sharp looking salespeople out there, this is the Texas Real Estate and Finance Podcast, and I am your host, Mike Mills. I am a local mortgage banker here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, and I'm here each and every week bringing you insights into how to take your real estate game to the next level with top professionals in and around our industry, and today is no different. So these days there are all kinds of market forces looking to upend how real estate is transacted in the country. There have been, uh, there's been a real premium price place on listings nowadays. If you have the know-how and the savvy to put together a great listing presentation and stand out above the crowd, 2024 could be the best, one of the best years ever. And one of the most important pieces of any listing is the photography and video marketing you do to promote the property, especially in the social media driven world we live in. And my guest today is an expert on the topic. In fact, he has built almost his entire career around it. And he's going to share all of his best tips on how to make any listing any shine. So you can walk into that listing presentation and show the sellers that you are the home-selling Jedi that they need on their side. But before we dive into our topic today, just like always, if you find this information helpful and beneficial to your business, please hit, the, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast platform. Like us on YouTube, tell your mama, and tell your friends. We're constantly trying to amplify our signal in this crowded market of voices, and support from our listeners goes a long way in doing so, at least um, as they, uh, those pesky algorithms are telling me these days. So now let's get on to the show. So joining me on the pod today is Landon Day. Landon is the owner slash janitor, his words, not mine, of Daydream Photography located right here in my little town of Mansfield, Texas. And Landon has uh, had his work featured in Forbes Magazine, People Magazine, and Fox News. Um, You know, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but he's kind of a big deal. So, Landon, welcome to the show, sir. How are we doing? Very good, my friend. Very, very good all right i don't know why we had some little audio glitches up there in the front but hey
1: people cheering in the background
0: yeah yeah we got to give you proper fanfare you know we can't uh, have you show up here without any uh uh, good cheering on your side so um so speaking of janitor work you were telling me you're getting ready for a big party today so you weren't you you don't just say it you actually embody
1: it i I am that guy yeah yeah so we're having a a realtor event at the studio this afternoon and of course it's got to be
0: Clean and smell pretty
1: and all the things. So that's exactly what I was doing this morning before I came here. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Well, um, that's part of uh, being a business owner these days is you get to wear all the hats, right? It's not something where you just uh you get to take pictures all day, you get to do all the dirty work. Actually, you have people that do the pictures for you these days, so, right?
1: So what one type of quick story, I was buying my new truck and I filled out the credit application and filled it all out and 20 minutes later the guy comes back and says, Hey, everything looks great except for this one line here. Goes, your job title's a janitor. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I didn't put owner <laughs> on it at that time. I just put straight in janitor. because I'm not sure that they're going to let us approve your new truck with a job title of a janitor. I'm like,
0: look, I wear a lot of
1: hats. I'm the owner yeah. and all this stuff. Like, the guy just turned around, like so frustrated
0: and left, like defeated feeling. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't want to change. You were like, hey man, this is how it's going to be, whether you like it or not. This right? is it. Yeah. Yes. This is this is what we are. So either either accept it or don't. But. Yeah. uh yeah, it's funny that they get wrapped up in kind of stuff like that. You a know, weird it's like, title. Like you see yeah. all the numbers, you see everything. Like, why does a title mean anything to you at that point? Yeah, titles are so irrelevant, especially these days because everybody does so many different things. And when you own a business, like you don't just get to be. You know the the guy who gets to do all the fun stuff more often more often than not you get to do all the crappy stuff you know what i mean
1: it's actually that way yeah I think all the time i got into photography to be a photographer and now i'm a business owner and look at numbers and spreadsheets yeah. i'm like that's not what i thought i was going to be doing no no that,
0: that was not the goal necessarily i mean you know it's it's things are going good but at the same time you know it's 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 a lot of hatch you wear so absolutely um, all right. So first off, um, I want to know, you know, obviously you've been doing this for a while. Um, especially here locally, you know, uh, I don't know too many agents that don't use you pretty much all the time. I mean, you're, you're, like I said, you're kind of a big deal around these parts. So, um, wh- what, tell me a little bit about how you started daydream. What kind of got you on that path? Like, you know, what was it about going into business on your own and not doing something small? Cause you've really kind of grown it to a next level. And why did you decide, especially in the beginning to focus on real estate?
1: Yeah. So I guess, Real estate was actually a complete accident. Like That wasn't a plan. That wasn't a vision. That was just something that morphed into. I learned a long time ago that uh, not to say no to random opportunities, it kind of filled them out kind of as they came along. And uh, my major and minor were both in art in school, Uh, ceramic minor of all things. Why they would let you be a ceramic minor still blows my mind.
0: You yeah. like like pottery yes okay what are the
1: spinning pots on a wheel and that okay. was my that minor was your minor in college. college okay you're, yes.
0: you're straight up patrick swayze exactly and Ghost so in India. that yeah. guy
1: um that guy and then uh, one of the last classes i took was photo got hooked of course i'm graduating at that time like oh good now i've figured out what i want to do but i don't know how anything about it uh dove into it afterwards and got my cpp certified professional photographer crafts degree, master's degrees all those other things in photo um and was a portrait photographer mainly high school seniors even at that point okay um
0: yeah you still do a lot of those too. Still, still
1: do a lot of those we yep. still got a full studio here in downtown mansfield i'll probably have
0: one coming your way on my daughter's beat junior next year so yeah yeah
1: still it's still specializes specialized as seniors but we do all of it still yeah. in-house as well um then one day i had a, a friend who was a realtor say hey you've got a camera i need this thing shot come do it i do nothing about any of it um still this day i could call up a photographer friend and Ask questions about lighting or posing or something in, in the portrait world, and I have a hundred people I could call. Right, I don't have that in real estate, which is weird. it's, so, it's as, very odd. As many odd. people as I know, like I know the, some bigger companies that do it, and I know people are out there are obviously getting it done. Yeah, but my mm-hmm. pool of people that I know that I can reach out to, and that is like two compared really? to hundreds in in other genres.
0: Um, that's crazy too, because it's such a, um, I mean, you know, listing photos are massive. I mean, it's a massive part and there's homes <laughs> sold, you know, thousands of homes sold every year in the absolutely. area. So it's
1: crazy to me. Absolutely. So that first time I went out and rented what I thought I needed, didn't even know what I needed, didn't know yeah. anything. And I thought they were awful. And then somehow this like sn- slow snowball started at that point, And one led into five, led into 10 and this year we'll shoot just less than 2,500 houses. Wow. Um, and never. real estate even on my vision or radar at the time and it's probably 75 percent of our business
0: now so all right so obviously you work with a lot of agents but i'm sure you come across new agents all the time and and deal with people in the industry quite a bit do you feel like you know what's the percentage of agents that really understand the importance of having really good photography on their property i mean because you hear it you know it was like oh yeah of course and these, but but there's a difference between knowing it and understanding it, so what do you feel like? Do you feel like they they really do know that, or do you feel like there's still a gap there i I would feel like
1: so we work with just under twelve hundred agents right now is on our, in our database that we've worked with, and of those you know we have a core right that sure. are that are amazing that we work with all the time, and then we have a couple one offs, et cetera. But the people who obviously know what we're doing like they don't even ask questions most of the time It's right. just just go take care yeah, of it let the,
0: let the professionals handle you, it you know
1: what we need go yeah. go take care of this for us and then the rest of the people are not i wouldn't say like nickel and diamond in it, but they're like do i really need this should i do this and i'm like well depends on a whole lot of things at that point but but yes and a short answer the more we can do for you to get you in front of it so i think you hit the nail on the head whenever we we're starting earlier like Going all the way back to listing presentations and actually getting the listing, I think is just as key as selling the yes. house. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, get, there's only so many listings. Yes. And getting them is hard. Yes. And yes, they're sitting on the market a little longer now than they were in 2020, but they're still selling if you get on price <laughs> right and market it right, et cetera. Yep. Half of your job is selling yourself to the seller to even get the listing or even get in the door to have a meeting with it. And if your portfolio sucks, then they're not even going to give you the time of day but if you come in with a really professional looking portfolio with amazing photos and video and drone this and 3d this and mm-hmm. 2d floor plans and measurements like it's super impressive and somebody comes to me and offers me photos and then another person comes to me and says i'm going to offer photos and video and somebody else comes well i'm going to offer photos video and drone like as the buyer or as the seller Whoever is going to market my property the best is yep. who I'm going to go with. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's going to sell. I don't doubt that most of the time. Yeah, but like getting the listing is half the battle.
0: Well, but it's not just. I mean, that's a great point because y- 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 when you look at the photography from a realist from a realtor's point of view. Yeah. I mean, you want to get the house shown and you want to get, but I mean, in the market, that especially that we've been in for the last several years and even right now, to some extent, and I think we're headed back to this market, by the way, is they move quickly. You know, properties don't sit too long, especially if they're priced right. And, you know, they're sitting longer right now. That's not
1: when I moved here in 2004, 2005, when it was six months, a year was yes, normal. Right. Right. Like that's not the norm right
0: now. No, no. They're moving even though it's
1: slower now. It's not. Yeah.
0: Like but sure even now timeline. slower is like, you know, 60 days. Yes. Maybe those, anybody that's sitting 60 days right now, like, Oh my Isn't gosh, what's panic? wrong with the house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but it's not the, I, it's not the concept of selling the house. It's the concept a of getting the listing. Number mm-hmm. one, like you got to get the listing as an agent. And so you have to put together the best portfolio you can so they can look at it and go, okay, yeah, you're definitely our, our gal or our guy. Mm-hmm. But then also too, It's getting the most amount of money for the property, right? Because the pricing it and getting it out and making sure that you encourage demand for the house based on how you price it if you can get more people attracted to it right off the right off the bat then that's going to bring you a higher purchase price and get more money for your clients which again the goal is obviously to sell it but it's to sell it for the highest price you can get because that's your responsibility to your listing and the more eyes on it the easier yes. that is
1: we we don't see a whole lot of we don't have mls access right but we have access to a whole lot of the tools and the zillow side of things and i yep. know that zillow is a love-hate relationship and from a buyer or a consumer side of things like and they Zillow's have to
0: change their thing too yeah
1: but, but agents, they all basically hate Zillow. Yeah. But on our side of things, I can see how many times that listing's been clicked on, how long it stays there, and when it's done well and done right. You know, there's thousands of people that are staying on that, you know, side or 3D tour, for instance, for, you know, two or three minutes a time versus ones that are even go all the way back to, like, staged poorly or not ready for us yeah. or whatever. And they're getting hit, you know, 50 times, 100 times versus thousands of times. The more eyes on it there, the higher the price is going to be the more traction the quicker it's going to go like there's not a bad thing right
0: for any of it so you guys do not i mean you don't just do photography right you do the drone you do like tell what are all the services that you (laughs) offer for listing
1: yeah so i guess it started with the basic photo and uh, has gone from there to even in that world of twilight photos to um we can even go into a house that's completely trashed and empty it out digitally and really declutter it and we've gone into places that were estate sales and Completely empty house, and then could go through and then Photoshop virtually stage the whole thing and make it look, you know, very, very realistic. Um, mm-hmm. not like they used to be a couple of years ago where somebody in India was putting a bunch of like ultra modern furniture in a farmhouse, like, right. Like, <laughs> we actually do all that in house now where it can match and looks great. Yeah. Um, is AI a big player for y'all now too? Or uh, to, to, one? to some extent, yeah. um, a, a lot more on like uh, the outside stuff and getting rid of random crap, like a car in a garage or something like that. Right. Um, and then we go into the drone, we do drone photos, we do drone video, all all that. We've got five drone pilots on our team. Wow. Um, drone pilots, huh? Yeah. You got got got, a fleet there.
0: Well and you have to have uh Do you do the little guy, the one that like flies I've seen those like where they're flying through the house. We we don't
1: do anything inside the house. I've only (laughs) flown in one house ever and uh it was nerve wracking. So so no (laughs) lie this house is is over I'm not far from like the park small area. Okay. And it's a Mansfield custom home build, and it's just amazing and gaudy at the same time. They wanted it that way. And it has like 30 foot ceilings in the living room with a floor to ceiling Italian marble fireplace. So I'm wow. like, I'm going to fly the drone before any furniture gets in here. I'm going to yeah. right up there. And it was the most nerve wracking thing because I'm like, if I hit that fireplace,
0: like that's not something I could afford. <laughs> no, no, place, no, no, like, no. I'm no. done at that point. You're like, chipping Italian marble. You got problems, I've right? done yeah. forever. Yeah.
1: Like I'm retired right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we don't typically fly inside. Oh, but you got to have a, be, be careful hiring a drone because you got to have a license. Oh, OK. Like it's a, it's a regulated. Oh, by yeah, the there's FFA. like an in, in
0: the FAA involved. It, it's with
1: called it the part 107. So yep. just because you're Joe Blow and have a drone yeah. doesn't mean you should be out uh, necessarily doing. Don't uh, get the hobbyist d- doing all that without getting in, in potentially a lot of trouble and big fines. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: So drone players are a big player. Or, I mean, drone footage is a big player now. Do you all do the 3D mapping and stuff too? We, we
1: do 3D mapping. We turn your house. We, we describe it as we'll turn your house into a video game. Wow. Um, We, especially going through 20 when middle of COVID and everything, Mm -hmm. like people weren't necessarily going and seeing all the houses, especially people that were coming in from out of state. So they come in and they zero in on, Hey, we want to move to Mansfield and we really like the Kings mill neighborhood. Right. And then they could walk through a house, like a video game and buy it sight unseen once they've zeroed in on where they want to be. And that was really a game changer, especially through that time of our crazy lives, but still working with the out of town buyers once they zero in on, I really like Mansfield and even zero in from there. I really want to live in, you know, mm-hmm. Miralagos or right. whatever they can zero in on that and find the house, get a really damn good feel
0: off of it. Are they getting anywhere with, um, with like VR type things where you put the, you know, the so, headphone or the head jack on like the Facebook or the meta one. and so, then walk so, through? So
1: you can, but it's not, it, it's it, not that great. It's not that <laughs> great. And it will literally, it makes me motion sick. So oh, like, really? I, okay. I can't do it. Same way, like flying the drone with the goggles on. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> do you, are you a pilot? I am. Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. yeah we, we do all that. Um, do you just like flying the drone or do you fly it just for the photography or do you like, you know, play with it a little bit, of, you know, out there and, and roam around town with that thing?
1: You want a quick drone story? Sure. I love them. So, way back in, let's say, 2010 or so, okay. Um, drones were like not common. Right. Like nobody had them. Right. And I got one and okay. it was originally they're not anything what they are now. Like we rigged a GoPro to the bottom of it and like all these external batteries. And it was a mess. I couldn't even see it from a screen. Right. It was <laughs> it was amazing. So we had a music and arts festival in downtown Mansfield, my studio is downtown. And I was showing off to some friends like, hey, y'all come out and watch this. So I take off and there's 30,000 people in downtown.
0: <laughs> it's, Sorry, a bir-
1: see it's a birds fly over, <laughs> I'm like watch this go, take off after these birds completely lose control of this and it's gone so like throw my drink down i take off run <laughs> to chase him where i think this drone's going and sure enough i finally get control of it like forever away and i fly it back to me and i get back behind the studio and there's a police officer waiting on me and he goes sir is that your drone I'm like i've had it a week at this point right yeah it's it's mine i'm literally holding yeah, it. uh yes. what do you
0: what do you mean no, yeah. i don't know what you're talking about yeah
1: yes it's mine he goes i'm only asking because i want one i was like <laughs> Yes, yes, this is my drone, and I won't show you how to fly because I don't know what I'm doing yet. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just amazing now. we I can go out and I fly listings all the time. It'll have a, a kid at the house. I'm like, hey, you want to come fly the drone? And their eyes get all big. Like, yeah, let's go fly the drone. Yeah. I'll let them do it. I think yeah. it's the coolest thing ever. But comparatively, what it is now, and now we we travel with them. I just got back from teaching in Idaho a couple of weeks ago, and we uh, was showing them how to do drone work up there. And we chased antelope around. It was one of the coolest yeah, things crazy. I've ever done. That's awesome. Took it to Belize on a mission trip this summer. Took it to Cabo on vacation. Like, it's been my, like, fun part of photography, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. Fun. Sometimes you get burned out doing the same thing yeah. over and over again. Oh, yeah. I mean, but the drone's kind of got a newness to it still,
0: especially when you take it somewhere Well, it's just unique. such a unique perspective that it we is. just don't get as humans because we're on the ground. You know, even up in a plane, when I mean, we go up into planes, but you can't see... Detail, you know, you're so far up, and unless you're like an actual pilot flying those little mini, yeah. you know, things, whatever. So, you can't get five or 600 feet above the ground and just get which, the scope, which is it.
1: really all you want to be. I yeah. mean, you don't have to be crazy high or right. not even that high. Three, I think 340 feet is actually the legal height on on drones, which is pretty high. Yeah, yeah, uh, really sometimes just above a roof line changes yeah. everything. You yeah. see what's behind the house, you can see what's around the house, you can see, oh, it backs up to the lake or yeah. the golf course is right there, and you can see yeah. all that perspective it's completely different. It just. Barely above a roof
0: line. Yeah, yeah, and you, we just don't have that. And so when you get to see that all the time, I'm sure it's fascinating because mm-hmm. it's just not something that we do. So, so what do you think when it comes to photography in general? What What do you think are some common mistakes that agents make, or or even you know? I don't want you to talk trash about any other photographers, but sure. just just photography in general. That you know, because you, you're not. Just a guy who decided to start taking pictures i mean you went to school for this this is where you have your, you know your your masters your your bachelor's all this stuff in this so you you know you have the eye for it and you've studied it so what do you think is is often you know missed
1: so i i guess from a if i could give like a couple of pieces of advice maybe from yeah. an agent side and then well, a little bit closer switch over to the uh to like just in general photography sure. side of things like some of our team-wise is our biggest pet peeves and the feedback we get from agents when it's not done right from their end from the beginning, are light bulbs that are the wrong colors or they're really? all mixed match or they're warm here and cool here or yes. not working at all or whatever. Like it's such a beat down to have a warm light here and then a cool light here. And then like, well, my countertop's not really green. It's really more of a beige color. Like, right. well, you've got 18 different colors of light coming through here. Like <laughs> it is going to be what it is. Yes. until we could fix something like that and there's things we do to work around that but like working light bulbs is like one of the biggest
0: things um that's a small thing that you just don't i mean it's funny i know this only because when you said it because my wife is obsessed with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like it just in our house like if if she puts a bulb in, i was like that's not the same color i'm like how do you i don't even know okay fine like it's a yep. light what do you i don't even think about that kind of stuff
1: yeah and and okay so here's something not a whole lot of people know about me is i am very 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 colorblind, really. Yes.
0: Okay, that's an odd thing to be for a photographer, for a photographer, art yeah. major. Yeah.
1: Like, it's a very unusual thing to be, but that cool and warm color, like I can really see and and hone in on okay. on the difference of that sometimes. Um, so, like, it's one thing if your lamp is a warm color because you want it at night to be different, but if all your ceiling lights are you know bright blue, basically, then right. it looks all messed up. Right. So.
0: so even I mean that's a that I think that's a great tip just for somebody walking in because again like you talked about in the beginning, the goal is to get the listing, right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to get the listing. So if you walk in the door and you can catch right away as an agent, oh, hey, you know, when we start doing these, uh, pictures in here, we really need to make sure all the bulbs match. I mean, that's just like, again, I don't think that that's something, it's a very small thing. You know, it's a, I would say a pretty cheap fix in most cases. And And we're talking $50 of light
1: bulbs, like in the large scheme of things when
0: you're selling a half million dollar house is a lot. It's a minor thing. So, um, okay. So light bulbs. So what else you got?
1: So, some people hone in really hardcore on getting rid of like um family photos okay. or that kind of thing. And that's it's never a pretty general a, idea,
0: like you don't want your pictures up or whatever. Yeah,
1: but it's not it's one thing if I'm going into great grandma's house and so she's got eight thousand five by sevens across the piano. Like <laughs> right. that's that's a different situation. But yeah. something that's nice and formal, like I'm not gonna be the guy like, yes, you've gotta get rid of that, or I don't want your house to be completely unpersonalized sure. when I go out into the house. But, but less is typically more. Right. So in general with, with photos or art or um, stuff under kitchen counters or um, big less furniture cluttered. that's in the way, like yeah. still it in the garage for a photo or two. Uh, one time I went to a house and they were not ready for me which isn't uncommon, unfortunately, but they were not ready for me. I said, Hey, don't, don't worry. Yeah. I go, I'm going to start in the garage and then I'm going to go to the, the closets and her face got like ghost flash. She goes, you, you can't do that. No. <laughs> like I know better. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like but her face went like white, like, Oh no, no, no. Then you, I'm going to look under
0: the beds and then I'm going to, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, I'm going to take all these pictures first and it yeah. will be ready for it. Like, oh no, 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 like, Oh no, 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 no you can't do that. Yeah. But, but less, less is definitely more, uh, no, we want to show off. If you've got features in your house, like a house has been updated with a nice backsplash or countertops or bathroom fixtures, like if I have eighteen bottles of deodorant on the counter, like I right. can't see that kind of stuff. Like right. it, it seems like common sense to me, but it's not. And what I've also learned is my definition of clean and ready, yeah, isn't not, no. isn't everybody's definition of clean and ready? No. Um, and sometimes I have to give them a little more grace than I used to. Um, when I started, I was like, I can't believe you're not ready. You knew I was coming. Like, yeah. we've been talking about this for days. But then I'm like, they've probably been working really, really hard for yeah. two weeks to get to this point. Like, oh, maybe. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, you're not where I thought you would be. But the fact that you are, like I don't know where you where were you to start yeah that's where I have to kind of tell myself a lot
0: (laughs) well and I think I think again that goes to uh, a good realtor going in on these lists maybe it's not your listing presentation but it's just when you're when you've gotten ready. yeah just telling them these things ahead of time like hey look the photographer is going to come in you're going to need to have these things removed you're going to probably want to take this off and then not only telling them but then maybe coming back a week later and being like, Hey, you know, yeah. just make sure we got to have this
1: stuff. Ready. Well, and, and I have a friend who's a sager. Her name is Allison Parsons and she's always been really great. Cause she goes, Hey, I'll be the bad guy. Yeah. Like get the listing and I will go in and tell them, Hey, you've got to get rid of this or you've got to move this, or I'm going to bring this in. And then the realtor's not the bad guy. Yeah. I'm not the bad guy. And they're hurrying through photos. She's already gone there and helped do the prep work. And mm-hmm. not that it saves face, but it, you're not the person bossing me around telling me that my house is ugly anymore it's the stage
0: you're doing yeah it. well and that's a that's a thing that's going to be a big point of emphasis i think going forward for realtors getting listings and in, in this market that i think we're heading into for the next two years where um you have to have kind of like a team right you've got to have a group of people that are there you know you're the agent obviously and you're trying to sell the home but but you got to have good people around you, the stager, the photographer, the inspector, and all of these people that are that, hey, we're coming in as a group to help you get the most that you can get for your property yeah. and make sure that it's it, it's shown in the best light. But I need you to be flexible. But here's my team of people. It's not just me as a solo individual. Well, the team is
1: is right. Like, let, let somebody who that's what they do be the expert and the person
0: doing it like yeah. just
1: because you can doesn't mean you should like i say that all the time yeah so just because you can go through and take photos with your 0.5 on your iphone 15 pro doesn't mean that you should go in and do that and just because you have cap cut on your yeah. phone and it can make a reel doesn't mean that you should be the person doing that yes just because you installed a um,
0: garbage disposal doesn't mean you're the inspector like no. let somebody know who that's what they do be the expert at yeah. that it's not bad to have a little I, and i tell agents all the time listen have a little bit of knowledge mm. on what you're doing you know what i mean like know a little bit about what's happening um you know have a little bit of understanding of what you know you're trying to um, accomplish okay and and like each step of the process you need to know exactly what you're doing how you're doing it but have the expert come in and actually do it because having that little bit of knowledge is good because then it makes you the the go-to for all things. Like everybody wants to come to you with the information, you know, with the knowledge, but sure. at the end of the day, you know, you need to let the experts do their job. You just need to have a little taste of the information.
1: Sure. There, there's things that I do well, and there's things that other people on my team do well. Yeah, And I make more money if I'm doing what I do well and empowering other people to do what they do well. And I'm yeah. sure realtors are exactly the same way. Yeah. Do what you do well, go out there, build relationships and get the listings and then, you know, move on to the next in. person and yeah. let somebody come in and, and, and handle their handle their part yeah yeah
0: so do you think that um you know nowadays especially with video being such a big player the 3d imaging the drones i mean what's the role of still photography i mean is it is it fading a little bit or is it still as important and and where do you see that fitting in yeah i think it's still just
1: as important as it, as it ever has been um most of your places are going to show photos first and then video is going to be behind it or Um, If you're scrolling through something, a photo is gonna catch your attention um, on social media or on Zillow or whatever, because it's gonna be the first thing you see. Even even a thumbnail of a video could be a professional photo, put as the video, like when you hit play, it's a nice photo of something. Like the photos aren't going anywhere. and still keying in on that marketing side of things. That doesn't mean to say that things like a 3D tour and a 2D floor plan, or video or a reel isn't going to be an awesome part of that addition, right? Uh, and, and part of your toolbox, but ultimately, a, a good photo is going to get your attention. And so, on on that note, so like uh, working with Zillow, Zillow reached out to me, I don't know, seven eight years ago, mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, we want you to be on the top of all of our Zillow pages. So if you take photos of a house, and let's say it's a five hundred thousand dollar house, and the next door neighbor's house is also for sale." you're going to be on top of it because you're a professional photographer and we want your photos to look good on our website so when somebody comes to our website we want to look professional not look like they went out there with their cell phone and took photos right like that makes perfect sense so so same way with everything like your first visual is going to be this impact photo probably of the front of the house or the kitchen or a pool shot or something like that and those are not going anywhere our new backend system is actually really neat because it Automatically makes a bunch of um, uh, ads and flyers and reels and things for oh really for TikTok or social media or whatever like what people were spending a lot of time to do in Canva for instance yeah and you put your text and say open house on this time or whatever. Um, Our backend system will actually do all that automated now for you with the photos that are already in the system. So it takes all that time and guesswork out of it. It's all editable still. Sure. But there's probably 100 options right from the get-go of, yes, I like that one, save and post directly from your phone into all your social platforms without having to take it outside of our platform into Canva, into Photoshop, into Wherever you were actually creating that. Right. Um, even the reels will do like fancy slideshows with moving photos. So it's got that action. It'll even do video clips in there as well now. Um, so you're able to go through and, and create all that. In the video world specifically, we offer two different realms of it, I guess. Um, kind of a fancy sounding word. Um, <laughs> but we do reels, which are made to be you know, 30 to 60 seconds yep. quick. We're going to go <laughs> through the house, give you a great overview of it. But the point is to get your attention. Right and then go look at the listing yes yes or then go it's look just a the grabber code. it's not it's trying to
0: explain everything yeah. yeah
1: like i don't expect you to understand the exact floor plan looking sure.
0: if anything you probably want to leave some questions right i mean absolutely I, yeah you want to, well, want to drive
1: that? them to the listing yeah. with that with that video and then we we'll do cinema videos which is a longer longer form version sure. of that and it's done horizontal and it's on slower pace and pretty and, but it's a different beast and it's made for you no know, different different listings for a different folk i guess so uh, but but both of those guys are not made to be a standalone, sell the house off of a reel. right? It's made to direct you then to your agent or to MLS yeah. to go and ask for more information or go see the photos or yeah. see the description. It's a touch point. As you're it, just it's a to. touch point. Yeah. I want to get it in front of as many people as we can. Yeah, and, and those reels are quick moving when they come on social. So hold your attention for 30 seconds. Like, you longer than that, nobody's going to watch it. Nope uh and then it's gone yeah
0: yeah well and, and you know anybody scrolling through social media i mean it's the what i found because we you know i do a fair amount with the videos and whatnot is that you know most of the people watching it are realtors are other are, you know other realtors uh mortgage people like the cons- the general consumer is there when they are ready to start looking at houses now don't get me wrong there's a plenty of big sector of the population that just likes to see houses. That's just what they like to do. We watch HGTV. Yes. I mean, it's, it's very much part of it, but, but for the, you know, generally speaking, if you're, if they're on there on the platform, looking at properties they're probably considering it or thinking about something along those lines. And so that having those short form, content in order to drive them to the site to the listing site is is key because if you don't have that out there you got to put the you know what they call the chum in the water to make sure that you can get people to pick up on that and go to your site
1: sure you've always got to be sitting there floating around and always looking relevant or or whatever and i can't put the same photo at the front of the house up there every time without anything mixing up so that's kind of why one of these you know with all of our marketing stuff now is you could put up you know 100 different things so if it even if it sells then you can say just sold or you can say hey, my portfolio is this. So you could keep using the same listing photos if you've got one listing every six months or something while it's slow, but you've got to look like you're relevant. And if you don't show that you're doing anything, then nobody's going to remember your name when it comes time to do that. Well,
0: and that's, I think it's such an important thing with agents in particular is that, you know, when people, when realtors think of social media and and good or bad, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there that like, oh, you got to, be on social media, make videos, you got to brand yourself. Okay, fine. I mean, yes, yes. All that, all that is true. But to me, it's way more about understanding how it all works, right? You have to understand what the function of the real is, how to put it together, what the idea behind what you're trying to do is, and not just, well, I got to do it. I got to do it. Well, that's great. Do it. But you need to understand why you're doing it and what the purpose of it is because that's what makes you a professional because then if you can explain that to a client and say hey look i'm going to make a reel for you and we're going to do it in this manner because we're trying to drive people to the site so they can get a you know a taste of what they are look and when they understand that and they can digest that better and then regurgitate it to their clients it makes such a world of difference so again being the expert on what you're doing you said do it right and that's exactly key right yeah. if you we have a, a daydream photography business page nobody in the world
1: sees it. Like, it's amazing. You look at your stats, it's like four people react to this. Yeah. I put up a post this morning asking where I could find dry ice and there's yeah. a slew of comments. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. but I don't get any of that con- no, no. traction on, on my business page, but it's like knowing how to do it and where to put your information in front of somebody is, yeah. is key. And just because I put it there, it can waste so much
0: time that nobody in the world is even going to see or, or recognize or react to if you don't do it right. Well, and everything's changing constantly. And that, and that's the thing too is, you know, back in, back in old days, you know, when the internet first came around, you know, it was everybody had to have a website. You have to have a website. If you don't have a website, nobody can find you. They're not gonna be able to see what you do and all that. And the website these days, it's not that they're not important. You do need a website because people have to go find out more information. It's kind of like your, you know, your yellow page listing for Mm -hmm. us really old people. Um, but if you're not presenting something on a platform, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you know, Snapchat, whatever. Then you you may as well not exist to some extent. Like you're just not there, and it's not because you're trying to be an influencer. It's not because you know you you want to, but you're you're just not. You don't exist. I, I don't want to say you don't exist, but it's kind of like that. You know what I mean? If you're all not all that,
1: there. all of those tools are, are pointing ultimately back to your website. hopefully. Yes. so you're getting yes. hits on your website, but yeah. I mean just like realtors and i'm a photographer like if you put a post on mansfield now or mansfield talk or whatever the name of it is yeah. hey who's a photographer that could do this or 800 people get tagged in it yes you ask for who who do you know who could sell my house in midlothian there's a thousand realtors yes. that instantly get tagged on that yes. like okay so that doesn't help me at all i a not see it that big so i have to sit there and, and figure out how to capitalize on that hey thanks for the plug i mean for sure yes but at the same time like that doesn't that, that's like it's not gonna, gonna leave
0: yeah yeah there's there's a billion people out there and and it's just but you have to be aware of what's happening what the trends are what and I don't mean trends is like you have to do this special song special dance it's just you just need to know what's getting attention and why it's getting attention mm-hmm. so that way you can try to to your best you know the best of your knowledge duplicate that so you can take advantage of what's occurring currently and it, I mean it's well it's like for you you know obviously uh style and trends and and all that kind of stuff is a big player in your world doing photography and doing you know the drone and the 3d mapping so so like what are you seeing right now as far as like big trends in photography itself that you know especially for listing for for listing properties um or even really if you want to talk a little bit about branding for for realtors Mm -hmm. um where are you seeing kind of some of the trends that are getting more and more attention these days?
1: so on the branding side of it first right now so we we do a ton of headshots like people yes. don't really realize how many headshots we do but we do we did 15 yesterday like yeah. we do a, a ton of headshots and that's great if you need a static photo for your linkedin or right. or your social or your business card or, yeah. or whatever like you definitely need one right yeah but then we offer like branding sessions that are hey this is going to be more like casual casual, like who you are. Or casual, maybe it's an hour long. Maybe we we do some with your car if you're a car guy. Maybe we do some in a model home. Maybe we do some and you specialize in real estate in South Lake. Let's go to South Lake Town Square or something and take a bunch of photos there. But then you have 10 or 15 photos when we're done they kind of drip through the year or as we go. We even tell people all the time like, hey, instead of doing multiple sessions, what if you bring three changes of clothes and we bring a if it's a girl, you bring a you know a sundress, and we pretend it's spring, in one and you bring right. a sweater and a scarf, and we pretend right. it's fall. In one we yeah, did yeah. It all at one time. We, we That's did, the uh, magic of photography, and, yeah. and then drip these in. You know, as you feel like you want to. Yeah. We don't have to come in and do this all the time, but having stuff where you can say in front of people, you know, it just is as much as you can stay in front of people is going to be the key there right Uh, and and professionally at the same time do it this isn't selfies in your mirror like high school or like you you have to look a little bit different than
0: that yeah yeah well you're trying to present yourself out to the to the masses and you want to present yourself in that way or are you seeing any like um specific trends when it comes to branding that is like gearing towards like it's more for example you know used to back in the old days you would you know like the olin mill day olin mills days Long lost cousin of mine. Um, you uh, you sit. <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sit in the studio, and you have your tie and your you know your wife behind you, and it's very you know we're we're not really even that happy, but we're here taking our picture. And and now it's more you know we want to see you in your t shirt and jeans walking down the street. You know what I mean? Like the, the mm-hmm. times have changed. So so what are you seeing kind of moving in that direction?
1: So so there's a line that's it's kind of an interesting line in my mind where there's a line of I want to be professional and I want to be personable and approachable and how that is with, with everybody. Right. Um, a game that I always play in my head and this is probably not where you were going at all, but like if, if somebody pulls up in their super fancy car wearing their super fancy watch, wearing a suit, do I look at that guy and immediately think, Oh, he's successful. He's really good at what he does. Or do I think, Oh, he's showboating and wants me to think that, or, do I think that he's completely broke because he spent all of his money on right. this stuff? Like, and
0: it could be one of
1: a minute And, and These are yeah. the things that are always all be yeah, so yeah. just because I portray myself sometimes as, Oh, I'm a watch guy and I like to wear a nice watch. Yeah. But I'm also a guy who's going to be in a t-shirt and boots. Like, right. okay. So how do we get your personality through in those photos? I think is, is super important. And I guess it depends on what market you're going for and sure. what you're out there after, but uh, just getting your, personality and trying to tell who you are to the people that right. doesn't mean that just because you're in a suit and would do them in the studio it doesn't mean that you are the suit guy don't don't appear professional or sure. you know aren't approachable because you're that guy right i, I think the headshot you pulled for me is in a suit jacket like yeah, i yeah, never yeah, ever yeah. ever ever wear yeah. one like this, yeah. this
0: is dressy for me this is well you didn't give the, me a picture by the way i know it. i know
1: <laughs> it's been a this is a crazy time of year for, us. I know,
0: I know, I know the <laughs> photographer. So I, I always, took
1: time off right before Christmas. Yeah. So
0: pull the curtain back a little bit. Anytime I do these, I always send out a little thing and have you fill out, you know, your bio or, you know, whatever. I mean, you just put in there, whatever you want. But one of the things I was, like, I need a picture. Cause I got to do some, you know, promo stuff on my side of things. And, um, and so, like people send stuff all the time. And I'm like, of course, the, the photographer is the one guy that doesn't give me the picture. So I got to go like through your website. My family's the one that didn't get Christmas photos right. taken this year. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, man. Always. That's, that's how it works. Um, so what about on the listing side of things on properties? Are you seeing more? Um, I know, you know, there was a period of time and it, it may have been recent or, or or not where it seemed like people were kind of going overboard on the touching up of the photographs, like mm-hmm. you know, just just too much. Like it, it's like you show up to the house, like this isn't anything. What the picture looked like, you know what I mean? Are are you seeing that kind of that kind of fade away a little bit, or or what are you experiencing there? No, no, no it's still going. No, right? it's,
1: it's still going strong. Yeah. um And and.
0: Are you, are you think that that's good? I mean, I, you... I, I, don't, I don't think it's
1: bad. Let's okay. say it that way. Like, okay. like my, my job, I was kind of laugh is to get somebody in the door.
0: Sure. That's a good point. Yeah. And, and then once yeah, they're
1: yep. there, they're going to make it their own mind. But yep. if they see a photo online and it doesn't interest them at all, they're never going to come to the house in the first place. Like it may waste somebody's time.
0: Yeah. We, but, made, we may totally waste somebody's time. But that's the idea, right? But I got you there. Does does the McDonald's cheeseburger look like it does on the commercial? Oh, no. No, it doesn't. Okay. All yep. right, yeah, That's a good point. No, that, that makes but, sense. but
1: I will say, like, we do, especially in the spring and summer, we do a lot of grass swaps. Yep. Let's say it's a new construction house and it's got fresh sod and there's lines everywhere. Like, yep. we could go through and make your front yard look like a golf course. Right. And that is, in my opinion, applicable in the spring and summer when there is green grass. Yeah i don't think it's as applicable right now when all the grass is dead so if i go and cover up all your leaves with green grass like somebody's going to show up like that's not right at all like you know there's something unbelievable side of it and we still do it when people ask us to do it but it's not one of those things that gets done all the time this time of year but it's it's something that we do it's like taking leaves out of a pool okay those leaves are in the pool but there is also a time of the year where there not going to be leaves in the pool. So yeah. it's, it's not necessarily unbelievable to take the
0: leaves Well, and, and you're selling, I mean, when you're selling a house, you're selling an idea, right? You're selling mm-hmm. a lifestyle. You're selling a, here's who you could be if you had this property. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's that far-fetched to sell, here's what the yard could look like. Here's what, I, you know, your backyard I, could look like.
1: The, the other day, Catherine shot a property in, maybe it was in Hulton City, if I remember right. And it was, it was a ugly house. Yeah. Like, it just was. And they had us do virtual staging on it, so I'm in here working like, well, how could I make this
0: put lipstick on the like, pig? How, how, are you how, do how that? could I do this?
1: Yeah. And it's got, you know, the wood paneling looks like cork, and there's an old rock fireplace over here inside. And it looked so good when I was <laughs> done with it, like felt felt pretty bad. And I'm like, somebody's gonna walk in this house, but then at the same time, well, if that's somebody's style with that kind of a furniture and you know, it's it's a vibe that okay, we could pull this off. If you can't visualize it, that's the hardest thing. Sometimes yeah. when we do virtual staging, isn't necessarily to Know fill a house and make it pretty is to show somebody who can't visualize how this open concept works. And yeah. you, you've got your kitchen, your dining room, your living room; it's all connected. But somebody walks in like I don't know where to put my dining room table in this yeah. house, and
0: you just have to show them sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, look. Unless it's something that people actually do, I mean, it's it's uh, how to set something up and make it look you know in the best light possible yeah. isn't something that you're just kind of innately born with. I mean, some yeah. people are. I mean, very much so, um but most people aren't. You know, they they need a little guidance. So I'll say one of my absolute. Pet peeves in in the editing
1: photography world and and realtors are the ones asking for it are when it's a photo taken at noon, mm-hmm. two o'clock in the afternoon, full sun, and there's shadows everywhere from the house, right. and then they put in like this super sunset in the background, and I'm like, you got shadows everywhere, like, like I, dude, like like <laughs> I know you're trying to catch somebody's attention, but like none of this is working for me. There's it's obviously middle of the afternoon, but yet the sunset is back here, and I can right. see it in your photo, like.
0: <laughs> That's a bit, probably the biggest pet peeve in this world yeah. to me is that. Yeah. So generally speaking, you think it's, y'all take most of your pictures either in earlier in the day or later in the day? Is that how you kind of do it? So no, we take them pretty much
1: all the time. Okay. My team's got hours um, kind of staggered uh, strategically. So where there's availability, but I would say most of our time is in the morning between nine and one is, okay. is pretty ideal. And then we will come back to do twilight photos uh, in the evening, if that's indeed what they want. Gotcha. Um, if it's a cloudy day, overcast day, sure. We can cheat and make it look twilight and it's right, great, right. but I'm not working around all this, you know, sunshine, hard light, you know, situation going on. We could put a sunset in and it looks amazing, uh, but you can't do that. And we don't, we don't offer that as a, yeah. as a feature or as a sell, because I can't predict on Tuesday next week, if it's going to be sunny or not, or mm-hmm. like, it's just not something we could plan around. Um, uh, but we, we, you know, Come back, obviously, and do twilight in the summer when the kids aren't in school. I do sunrise photos. Same same, same idea. Okay. Uh, if somebody's have the house is vacant or um, they don't care, then I'll go there at 530 in the morning and do sunrise photos. I'd rather do that than at night so I could be home with the kids in the evening.
0: Right, right. Um, okay, switching a little bit back to agent branding. Mm-hmm. Um what are you thinking? Okay. So we're moving into 2024 and and we kind of chatted a little bit about this before we started, but you know, things are changing or, or, or things are probably going to change. Okay. What it's going to look like, how it's going to play out. Who knows, right? There's, there's a lot of scenarios that can happen, but it's going to be very, very important to set yourself apart as a realtor because the pool of agents is shrinking because the market has shrunk. Um, the competition, because there's fewer homes that are listed. I mean, there's fewer homes available across the board, no matter what. And, and I really don't see I don't see a place where that's going to change anytime soon, honestly. Um, you know, everybody that's been talking years about this big market crash that's coming, it's not because we don't have enough properties or we don't have enough homes for sale in order for that to really take place. So that just means the competition for listings is going to be higher. The competition for buyers is going to be higher. All of these things are going to mean that you really kind of have to up your game to another level. So so going into 2024, what are what would you tell an agent that when it comes to them, presenting themselves and branding themselves to their customers. Like what are the things that they need to focus on?
1: So something I was thinking of earlier, I am speaking as like from a photographer side of things. I hate when somebody, I go to some other photographer's website or I see somebody sharing something and they say things like I specialize in maternity, newborn kids, family corporate headshots, (laughs) weddings, (laughs) events, birthdays, bar mitzvahs. I'm like, it's not a bad thing to say you're a generalist at that point, like, right. but you're not a specialist. No. But I do think there's something to be said for being a specialist in things. So I think that if somebody was in narrow in on, hey, I want to work on this town or South Metroplex, or I want to work in Allen or wherever, like you know, hone in on a market and super concentrate on an area that's a growing area or a changing area or an area right. that's morphing and not try to cast a net that's as big as DFW. Right. Uh, I think that if you were to concentrate your your dollars and in time into smaller pools, I think you're going to have a bigger return on it moving forward. Right. Uh, in, in my two cents. And I think that if you do that well and present yourself as I'm the expert, here's things that we could do, here's how we could show off the town. And then from a photo side of things, like even have us go out and um, you know, we want to hit up on um, strawberry fields. Right. And okay, Landon go go take pictures of the entrance, go take pictures of a couple of houses, do a drone photo of the neighborhood. So I could go around Strawberry Fields and say, here's what I'm gonna do to market and show that I'm the expert in strawberry fields. Or hey, I love the revitalization of downtown Mansfield. And I want to show off um you no know, means and I want to show off this project over here. I want to show off how the trails connect to the parks and you no know, be able to, to tell yourself or tell your buyers or tell your sellers, I guess, that, you know, I know this area in and out. I know what this plan is for this empty lot over here. I've talked Mm -hmm. to city council. I've gone to meetings and, Mm -hmm. you know, hone in your time on that versus throwing up, you know, Facebook ads that cover a hundred mile radius. I don't want to share or sell a house in Hillsborough. I don't want to drive down there every day. I want to be here working with people that I like, that I know I can hone in on those relationships and, and really be the expert in an area.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something that when, um, when you talk about social media marketing or when you, like, even when I was start looking at doing, start doing this podcast, you know, I do a lot of research on, you know, what, how should I aim at it? And it was everything that I came across said you know, be as niche as you can. Because the more niche you are, the more likelihood for success you're going to have, especially in the beginning, Mm -hmm. right? When you start off, if you're very niche, you have a greater chance for opportunity because there's always going to be people looking for that thing. It may not be millions of people but it's going to be a good amount of people when they're going to search for that and then you can always expand from there if you want to sure but if you start niche and you keep it really tight to that area then you can really focus all your efforts and get the most bang for your
1: buck sure just because you sell a house here doesn't mean that that person's not moving to frisco right uh and you're not going to build a relationship there so definitely like all of my business is going by word of mouth right yeah. like it's oh, Landon did this, call Landon or, you know, whatever. So as it's grown, that's how it goes. So you sell a house here, they move over there. Two years later, they say you didn't need to move again. You've already got that relationship. And assuming you keep it and you did a good job like you're supposed to, then relationships are worth your weight in gold. So uh, it's all about, you know, starting, like you said, like in a specific thing. Like, I, I thought a good good podcast I'd do watches and whiskey okay one and okay. then uh, bourbon and bible you, okay. have those,
0: you talk about bible verses drink a little are you bread. allowed to do those two things together Is that okay? i mean southern I baptists so. have a I, hard time with that i'm, all, I'm all for it okay <laughs> <laughs> you can easily put the two together yeah,
1: yeah. alliterations in, that's right you know, kind of catchy sound. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely um so when we talk about uh, social media stuff um now granted you know we'll, we'll say hey look Get the professional photography get the professional footage use the tools that they have available to them to post this stuff but you know when you're when you're just trying as a realtor when you're trying to uh market yourself more frequently maybe you don't have a current listing maybe Mm -hmm. you're going into a house and you're using someone else's listing to try to drum up business for yourself can you give some like tips or tricks when it comes to filming with just your phone, if I'm walking into a new build and I'm I'm asking the builder, hey, I want to I want to showcase this house um, as part of a reel or something like. Mm-hmm. What what are some some uh, techniques that you would suggest that they do? Sure. So I actually kind of stabbed at it a second ago, but we actually teach a class on reels.
1: And, oh, perfect. And that specifically how to do it yourself because not every listing is going to be yours. You're not going to pay me to go, you know, film my right. house out here in M3 Ranch just right. so you can sit there and market it. Right. Um, so we teach people how to use CapCut. um i threw a jab at it earlier but it's a really really good it's awesome yeah i use it all the time especially from your phone and ease of use is amazing so we will teach people you know how to do that sort of thing and again it's like honing in on if i'm doing that honing in on on features i know a big open room with tall ceilings is going to be one thing but then take that shot and then come in hey here's what the backsplash looks like here's what the finish out looks like here's the way the handles on the hardware look like like Mm -hmm. it's going to be that stuff that's you know Interesting to people, like here's your broad shot of the bathroom, and then here's here's, some details. Here's some details of how this is actually finished out, and here's how well the builder did on this stuff. Because I've become a house snob now because I'm in so many (laughs) right. Like you walk into one, you can very quickly know, oh, this was a, you know, they threw this one up in 90 days, or this one's really well done, and you can tell the difference, and you can point that stuff out as the expert there and Mm -hmm. say, like, oh, look at how well this is done here. Look at how this seam is in the granite. Look at, know how. The ceiling fans not shaking like there's all kinds of things that you can hone in on but again like the the big thing is those need to be 30 to 60 seconds yes and if you ever watch a music video people don't people don't even watch mtv anymore i guess you're watching it on youtube or or whatever but but all those clips between those songs like are half second clips like it's cutting from scene to scene to scene super fast to hold your attention for a song yeah so if i do one shot and it's me walking into the front door and it takes 30 seconds i'm already out of right it. so you got to you know visualize hey how can i make this and you no know, one two second clips is all i want to see at a time yeah so those would be the tips i want to do obviously rules are vertical um things like a gimbal um, dji makes some really good ones that work great with the phone yep um they make a ton a ton of difference uh, on being stable mm-hmm. if you're going to do audio use a use a good mic yeah they make great wireless mics that plug into your phones even um, if you're going to be the one talking over it or produce it all you know shoot all the footage while you're there and then come back and talk Record over what you've got it you know yeah. finished on the backside of things it doesn't have to be done at the same time um but if you're going to do it do it well yeah um don't go out there and, and halfway do it because that's going to make me think you're going to halfway do anything at that point if you're going to well, do it do it
0: that's a that's a mr beast um you know who mr beast is mm-hmm. as i'm assuming right um you know if anybody doesn't know he's Biggest YouTuber of all time by a significant margin. Um, But one of the things that he talks about, and and I want to balance this out, okay? Because I always tell agents when it comes to getting on social media, like, you need to do something. Don't focus on everything being perfect. Like, if you haven't, if you've done literally nothing, then do something first. And then we'll work to, you know, getting getting good at it. But with that being said, one of his big, you know, if you watch any interviews from him and what he talks about on putting together videos is like, he's quality over quantity hundred 100 percent of the time because it just makes such a big difference when those things pop now again do it first you got to get out there first but then part of part of the reason I tell agents that they just need to post I mean I'm trying to tell my wife I'm like look just make a video and put it out there don't care about what it says who says just make it now after you do it a couple of weeks you'll start to feel like okay I get this I understand now you can start focusing on okay sure. how do we make this a quality thing you got to get in the habit first and then once you get in the habit of it then you got to go there but it is such a big player on making that those, those things really pop.
1: Absolutely. And it's hitting on that first, like, it's not, it's not a huge monetized investment either. I mean, uh, a really good gimbal is a hundred dollars. Yeah. $200 at the most. I, mic is $40. Like like this isn't a huge deal to be done well. uh, And a little bit of practice isn't practice on your own house. Yeah. Uh, Go, go through and, and learn how to use it and then go do it. It's not, it's not, a big investment to get started on no. but quality over quantity we harp on that all the time yeah. uh, and i tell my team that all the time some misnumerizations of uh realtors will mls holds 40 photos here if it's different in different parts of the country and because of that people want to have 40 photos and that doesn't necessarily always mean that that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. If I show 40 photos of a meth trailer in the woods like right. nobody <laughs> yeah yeah that, yeah. that does not help or anything right, right if right. it's yeah. you know 10,000 square foot out there on some acreage well sure let's 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 show this off and you're going to have a ton of photos but just yeah. because there's a ton of photos doesn't always make it better. Right. Same way if somebody offers you in the portrait world or wedding world, "Hey, I'm going to shoot your 10-hour wedding and I'm going to give you 5,000 photos." I don't care for 5,000 photos yeah. that suck. Like, yeah. I want to see 200 amazing photos yeah. way before I want to see 5,000 terrible photos. Yeah. Or I want to see 30 great photos of my family as opposed to 200 trash photos. Like, right. just because somebody's going to
0: give you more doesn't make it any of it better. No, no, it doesn't make it it like it's yeah. When 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 you have a volume of it, then you gotta sift through all the BS in order to get through the good stuff. hundred that, percent the then problem. I get, oh,
1: I want this one on my Christmas card. I did all this and I wanted one, one. good photo. Yeah, I that's got it. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, uh, my uh funny photography story. My wife and I um when our daughter was born, one my aunt gave us a gift card to um was it <laughs> Was it glamour shots, maybe it was glamour shots and but it wasn't like the it was a different you know it wasn't like the old school where you're holding the boa thing, but it was you know it was, <laughs> it was it was it was it was our for like our first picture with the babies or whatever right and we went in and you know we did a whole session i mean it was like we had different outfits, my wife we were into it, and i think i want to say the gift card was like two hundred bucks okay at the time, and um we went through this whole session, did all this stuff my my daughter actually she was less than three months old. She, she uh, had an accident or, you know, of as, as babies do. And she was breastfed. So it's explosive. I'm sure if you have kids, they, they, this is what, this is what happens. So we had to like, I had to go to a store and buy another outfit. Cause she just destroyed the room. It was, it was a whole thing. So anyway, we, we go through the whole thing, the whole afternoon. We sit down and, you know, we're new parents. We're excited. We're like, oh, this is going to be great. And they're showing us all the pictures. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this one. I love this one. And we get to the end of it and they're like okay well, we're going to put these on the cd da, 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 you know go through the whole deal and it was $3500 and i was just like uh oh, you know we we're young a new couple like we you know uh-huh. we had this gift card which <laughs> was just $3, like, $3, like oh my god going to
1: cover it all yes
0: yes but i mean now don't get me wrong the pictures and we still have cuz i think we ended up spending like $1500 that day or whatever um but they were they were amazing you know they were great but but the expense you know for us at that time was so shocking but we still paid for it because they were, the quality was so good for what they were taking at that point. And the photographer was great. I mean, it was a great experience up until the point we got the bill, but it was a fantastic experience and we kept those pictures, but it just, that's, that's always resonated with me because I was like, I did not want to walk in there and spend $1,500 on photography. I didn't want to do it. I had no intention of doing that, Mm -hmm. but I walked out of there doing that because it was so good. And I appreciated the quality so much that, I mean, that's just just what happened you know what i mean and and i think that when it comes to making sure that these properties are so well presented to the public i don't know that you can necessarily put a price tag on it to some extent especially when you know you're out there marketing yourself as an agent to try to get to you know these to pick up these listings and you're trying to get top dollar you know for your properties out there for your clients i i'm not naive to think that you know, realtors don't have a lot of expenses.
1: And like, yeah. you, you'll hear people say, oh, they made 3% on this and there's all this money. And like, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I- I,
0: Half that's out the window. At, right? at
1: least. At least, yeah. So like, that's definitely, you know, a gameplay, but a couple hundred dollars for most things that we do yeah. is to make all the difference in the world yeah. and take all that stress off of them from their side
0: for really a nominal amount yeah. at that point. Uh, one other thing I want to ask you, we're getting close to our time here. So, um, went by quickly, but, um, I did mean to ask you this earlier. So w- when you're, when properties are being shown online, Zillow's the homes.com Redfin's of the world, um, or even just your own listing sites, you know, that, that first photo, right. The, sometimes it's the front of the house. Sometimes it's the living room. I mean, is it, do you feel like there is a general rule of thumb of, oh, you should always have, you know the best feature of the house or it should be, uh, you know, the, the front of the home. Or I mean, what are your, what are your thoughts on what should be that? Cause there's always, right. I mean, sure. There's the one, right? Yeah. So same
1: way like on our, our stuff makes a property website for every property that we do. And yeah. you get to choose which photo goes up there. It's called your header photo. Yeah. And, and I always say it's either going to be your front photo. It's going to be your pool. If you've got an awesome backyard or it's going to be your kitchen. Mm-hmm. One of those three, one of those three. Okay. Now, th- those three are going to be the three photos that sell the house and, in my opinion, the rest of it is not filler that are important, but yeah, those three photos are going to be the three. But those are
0: the most important, and is that where you guys really focus a lot of your time when you're going into the properties to try to get the best angle best shot for those? Like, or do you spend? I mean, walking in as the photographer, are you like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna really focus on the front, we're really gonna focus on the kitchen, and maybe the backyard if it's got one? You know, that's that's nice. Is that? Yeah, I would, I I would say
1: thing? I would say the the outside stuff is is pretty normal. Yeah. um there's not a whole lot of thought necessarily that goes into a whole lot of them yeah. um so it's quick and easy but those floor plans that have the open kitchens or yeah. big islands like those take a whole lot more thought and time and, and consideration as we're going through and framing out those shots but uh those, those three photos are three secondary bedrooms right? what they are maybe a master bathroom yeah. you know stuff like that but you're not going to make those your header photos but right. some know six-figure kitchen that's going to get my attention so some, yeah. some yeah. crazy pools going to get my attention yeah
0: yeah the stuff that really pops inside the house is what's going to make And as you... much
1: as I doggone and hate twilights like when it calls for it, a good twilight's amazing yeah if it's a house that has zero lighting and all the blinds are closed and it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter at all if we do twilight on it like yeah. if it's a house that needs it by all means but yeah. just because you get a listing doesn't mean you have to do twilight on that house yeah, yeah.
0: well um I really appreciate you coming in um you know we're almost at an hour here and i want to be respectful i know you got a big party today so i'll let you get out of here but um thank you so much for spending some time with us um is there anything before we go that you would like to impart to the agents out there to say whether it be you know listings or whether it be branding themselves like you know what's your what's your parting advice for what they need to do to get ready that so they can have a good
1: 2024. yeah so we, we said it earlier and i totally head on again like we're a team mm-hmm. your success is my success I don't get to work if you don't get the job. So like everything I do, I want to help you do it. And, uh, however that is supporting you or how we can work together. Um, I feed my kids the same way you feed your kids by selling a house ultimately. So, um, yeah, Yeah. if you need something from us or from our side of things, let us know we're going to work together to make it happen. Yeah.
0: Well, Landon's one of the best at what he does, and um, I really appreciate it. I mean, honestly, I had you know even more things we could have gone into. I just want to be um, want to be tight on this, and maybe we'll have him back in sometime. Yeah, there's to parts this. two down the
1: future. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's coming down the road. So um, I really, really appreciate your time. I appreciate everybody that stuck around and listened to the end. Um, we will have I'll have another market update that'll come out on Monday. R- rates are getting better. So that's good for the market right now. But I do have a little bit of temper enthusiasm on that because uh, rates may be getting better, but that doesn't necessarily mean that <laughs> the whole situation is getting better. What happens more often than not is when rates improve, everything else is not improving. So um, so we'll talk about that a little bit on uh, Tuesday next week when I do my market update. And um, next week, I will have my wonderful daughter back in the studio with me where we'll be going into part two of our uh journey through, uh, youth finance and getting her set up for when she leaves the nest, which she cannot wait to do. So, um, we'll be talking about budgeting and, uh, opening checking and savings account, what her experience was like with that. And then her favorite topic of trying to find a job. So, um, she's not real fired up about either, but anyway, so, uh, tune in for that next week. Otherwise, uh, thank you very much to everybody. Hope y'all have a great weekend and we will see you next time.
1: Bye guys.